This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Miscreants on the Moon podcast. As always, it's me, Jacob, here, and with me once again, Hayden. <laughs> I'm back, baby. He's back. I did not mess it up. Mojo and everything. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the up and up again. Too bad next week it's Hayden's turn. That's okay. Or maybe we'll let one of our special guests do it next week. Ooh. It's a little sizzle for the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, here we are. We know that John Wick came out this week, but no, we didn't see it yet. <laughs> and we probably won't do an episode on it. I'm sorry for any Wick heads out there. but Yeah, I never saw the third one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> neither of us i watched the first two and i was like these are okay and then i have the i own the third when i bought it on black friday for a couple bucks but i haven't watched it yet so i i'll probably see it and maybe i'll give some thoughts on it but we're probably not gonna devote a full episode to it yeah probably not sorry um <laughs> no you're good uh hayden is on a new pc now so look yeah. at us moving up in the world Different upgrading setup. our recording equipment that's next <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess I consider the PC recording equipment at yeah. least for editing. It like for sure. it made the editing take a fifth of the time that it took on my laptop, so that was big for me. It's gonna be huge. Um, yeah, <laughs> everything like all of the changes and stuff I made to the audio files. It took like five or ten minutes to do on my laptop. It takes like forty-five seconds to do on the <laughs> on the PC. So. Nice. It's nice. It's been nice for the past like you know year and a half or however long since I moved into this house. Um, but yeah, today, in honor of uh, the D and D movie that's coming out next week, which uh, Hayden and I are both nerdy little boys who like to play D and D, so I know I'm excited for that movie. I've also heard it's great. So you've heard it's great. I have. Wow, I haven't. Have you heard not? Much. I mean, you haven't like, heard any. The only thing I saw was like early on people hated it <laughs> but like that's probably to be expected with this kind of entity um i maybe it's just the bubble that i'm in like on social media but all of the stuff that i've seen coming out about it looks like it's been good I mean, it's got a star-studded cast so i would hope it would be good you know yeah um yeah uh, most of the people that i've heard it's good from are people that like D D though and like people on the D and D podcast that I listened to, they were like, Oh yeah, we got an advanced screening of it and we liked it and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I hope it's good, but uh, that's what we're talking about next week. But in honor of that this week, Hayden and I are going to go through and talk about uh, the best fantasy properties. Um, in our opinion, we're doing our classic top three episodes, you know, one of those yeah. that you've grown to love at this point. So yeah, we're doing that. But first, there is a bit of news that uh, we want to talk about. So I know you had something um, about my favorite superhero franchise oh. uh, bombing. <laughs> I don't I know mean, if you had any details on that you wanted to talk about. No, it like made like $8 million this past weekend or something. Something yeah. awful. It, it, it really doesn't deserve it. Drop off. <laughs> it, it does not deserve that big of a drop off. But... Also, I get it. The way the marketing around the DC universe lately has been insane. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, none of the stuff matters, but we're still going to release it anyway. <laughs> Have fun with the next four movies. That combined with um, every everyone seemingly just having a bit of like superhero fatigue, mainly because the movies have been dropping in quality, which. Shazam 2 feels like the biggest example of that, just with the the somewhat disappointing opening weekend combined with that huge drop-off uh, going into the second weekend, which, you know, y you always see a drop-off, except for with special cases like Avatar grew over time, so did Avatar 2, like, movies like Everything Everywhere All at Once, they kind of fly under the radar, they get released in more and more theaters, and they grow over time, but usually with these big box office um, blockbuster movies, you you see a gradual decline, but this was just a huge cliff that it fell off of. Mm. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp had a significant drop as well, but it but wasn't... movie was bad. This, the movie was bad, and it wasn't to this degree. Yeah. One thing, have you seen many of the reviews for Shazam 2? No. 
I feel like we were more positive than a lot of people as well. Um, I mean, I came in with a bad view. <laughs> I, I, I came was not with, hopeful. Um, so that, that kind of helped. I came in with abysmally low expectations, and yes, that does help, for sure. So I, I, that might be part of it, but I mean, I, the, I, I thought the movie was fine. So I came in with very low expectations, but also like a love for the first movie. Mm-hmm. And the characters and everything, so it, it was kind of the perfect storm to be a movie that I liked. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of, uh, out of all of the bad movies, bad superhero movies that have come out lately, um, it, it kind of sucks that this is the one that had the huge drop-off. Yeah. I couldn't have I been Spider-Man like, for, for, for No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like this one... Didn't deserve to be the one that uh, dropped off the cliff. Maybe but... the next one. I'm talking about you, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not this we'll one. see how... Tom Cruise said that's the best movie of all time. I still feel like he hasn't seen it, and that's all a lie. I don't, but... I don't get it, man. Why is he getting involved? <laughs> I don't know. You get a quick check from Warner Brothers or something? Like, <laughs> Here's 20 mil. Say the movie's good. Probably. And Tom Cruise is also like that weird type of untouchable where his PR team and stuff like nobody can get close enough to him to ask any specific questions or even confirm that he's seen it. So he's a recluse. It just feels like it's so easy not like not to be able to get in contact with him about it. But maybe it's good. Maybe he's right. Who knows? Hopefully not. One thing that this does say is that lately it feels like non-superhero movies are starting to dominate the box office a bit more good which is something that we really haven't seen since like 2010 is superhero movies consistently getting beat out by non-superhero movies sometimes they'll still have the highest grossing that opening week but usually they don't hold it for multiple weeks anymore it seems Mm -hmm. especially with the last two big ones they they immediately yeah. dropped off. I think the second week, um, yeah, unless Ant Man didn't, because I don't know what came out after it. It dropped off. I, I and I think it it went to number two, ah. or or maybe even lower that that week. So I I don't think it was number one the week after. I'm fine um, with that. I want better movies coming out so I can actually like, not just be regurgitated like be, keep getting regurgitated superhero stuff nonstop because it's really become tiring i yeah i can't stand it anymore i don't think part of like i when we when i was sitting there watching shazam i was like dang i'm really tired of this honestly but this is okay i'm just yeah yeah tired it's i i wonder how long it will take this trend to carry on into the opening weekend of movie like Will we ever see those where they're not consistently dominant their opening weekend? What the Flash comes out in July, and so does Oppenheimer and Barbie. So, I just I'm really curious about that because we're seeing these week two. I I I feel like currently, at the very least, the MCU has enough dedicated fans. And people like us that are forced to watch it opening weekend for the show, mm-hmm. that they're not gonna have. There, it'll take a few years for them to fall out of favor on their opening weekend. The Flash comes out but, in June. I'm sorry, I lied. Oh, okay, I just made. I, I went to go and double check. Yeah, but I mean, I, what do you think? Like if. If this trend continues, could we be seeing in a few years them not it has to be from, dominate opening weekends? It, I think for it to happen within this next year or two, it would have to be a movie from a very prominent director like a Scorsese, like a uh, Tarantino, like Nolan, which I mean, there's not going to be one coming out in July unless a Marvel thing's coming out in July, but I'm pretty sure it's... Is there? Is that guardians or is that may guardians is in may i think okay then we're probably not getting a july thing so blue beetle comes out sometime in august and oppenheimer (sighs) and barbie are late july so it might carry over yeah it's 
it's it'll be interesting to see because it's kind of been this trend has almost overstayed its welcome mm-hmm. and i understand that is like a lot of our bread and butter on the show talking about this stuff cuz we're interested in it but it feels like the like the lack in quality we've seen the past 4 or 5 years is starting to catch up with it mm. that's fair it's but, it, it's just too much <laughs> saturated the market yeah Oh, for sure. I, I, I guess we'll see more in the years to come. I mean, we might even see in um, the weeks like to come, just seeing, uh, I guess, months, because uh, we have Guardians in May. That'll probably do well. It'll, I think. We'll see about The Flash, Blue Beetle. Like, we'll see if this trend continues. But the Blue Beetle one's worse. probably the best opportunity, just because I, it's not as recognized. He... he isn't as mainstream as the other characters, you know. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I th- I think if there is a chance, it'll be Oppenheimer or Barbie carrying over into that weekend if it's going to be beat, which it probably won't because that'll be like t- week three or four probably. Yeah. So unless those unless that's one of those movies that I talked about that grows week yeah. over week at the box office, which, which it, it could might. be. Both of them could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both fantastic directors. Yeah, but I guess we'll see. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was um. Mandalorian season three is about halfway over. I just want to check in and see how you're feeling. I'm feeling a lot better than last time we talked about it. I loved this past episode. Oh, really? I loved this past episode. I thought they made a lot of great choices, like with just how they shot things. I thought that was awesome what they did, and then oh my god, the the, the cinematography I thought was great in the past episode. That, that's the biggest thing. I saw that and I was like, that felt like it was an hour long to me, but I wanted more still. But it was thirty minutes. My my problem hasn't been with visuals. I've mm-hmm. always said Lucasfilm has great visuals in their movies and their TV shows. Mm-hmm. I still just don't... What's the story right now, you know? <laughs> that, like, that's the yeah, part. What's, what's the pacing? What's the story? What, you know... I just loved the last episode because in the flashbacks... I, can we go ahead... Are we doing like a... You think we're going to do a, a season recap and we're going to mention this specifically? Yeah. Like this well, episode. Uh, we can go ahead and mention that Ahmed Best is back. Ahmed, that's not even it. Like that, that too. The great for him. Thank God. Let's not talk. Pl- let's not talk plot things. But I did. I did enjoy seeing him back. The best thing Wars to me again. was whenever they showed the flashbacks from Coruscant, is that they shot it like it was the prequels, and all the all of the effects was like it was in the prequels, and then they immediately cut back to like the Mandalorian, and you just see these open cinematic beautiful shots, and I'm like, that's yeah. that's filmmaking. For 30 well, minutes, one, that's filmmaking. <laughs> I will say one clear difference between the flashbacks and the prequels is that the clone troopers were people in suits. They weren't all CGI like they, like they are in the prequels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was nice to see Ahmed Best getting his... Good for uh, him. Like, getting a redemption in the Star Wars universe. For people that don't know, he played uh, Jar Jar Binks in the prequels. And he had a slight role in this one. We'll see if he has any more coming up, uh, or if he was just a kind of kind of a cameo. But um, I won't say who he plays or anything. But we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, I just still don't understand where it's going because it, it, there's a couple things here. It's like if this series is just going to be like little stories every week. That worked amazingly in the first season. It was pretty good in the second season. And at this one, it's like, especially after the end of season two, kind of set up something bigger. It, it just feels like they're not really going anywhere. The thing that I thought was going to take the whole season to get resolved got resolved very quickly. And now it just feels like, okay, what are they doing? I think they this might be... They're trying to make the story of the show as a whole about Grogu being trained as the Mandalorian Mm. and having the Jedi powers like that first Jedi Mandalorian did that made the Darksaber. He'll end up with a Darksaber and everything. But the issue is he needs to start growing up faster because he's still (laughs) a baby. He's not talking. He's not... You know, if they want to go through this arc, they really need to quicken the pace. I don't think that 
I, I just don't think that we can have six more seasons before he like matures and starts this journey that mm-hmm. it seems like they're trying to subtly push as time goes on. Yeah. It's, but, it feels kind of lost right now, but I just really appreciated the last episode. <laughs> yeah, so. it still looks good and it's still entertaining, but overall, I'm just not... I'm not looking forward to it week to week. It doesn't have me... like It, it hasn't grabbed me like it did at first. Mm. Um, or like Andor or some other shows did. It just feels like there's no real direction and i kind of hope they write that but i just wanted to check in with that and mainly because i wanted to mention um i'm at best being in it but i also just wanted to see where we were at because i didn't know how you were feeling i knew that i was feeling you know some of my fears about this season have come true mm-hmm. and we'll check back in in you know four or five weeks whenever it's done and we do our wrap up but yeah just wanted to check in with that <laughs> okay but um yeah that's uh that's all we've got in the way of news unless you have anything else uh nothing that i want to add (laughs) okay fair enough so uh once again our topic this week um in anticipation of the dungeons and dragons honor among thieves movie coming out uh this next weekend uh, in like two or three days uh we are going through and taking our top three uh, fantasy properties. So, you know, movies, TV shows, video games even, uh, depending on what you pick. I might have to whip out a video game pick. If not, it'll be I an honorable mention. I don't have a video mention, game but... pick, I'll be honest. So... Uh, no, I meant depending on what you pick. Yeah, I figured you wouldn't, but yeah. I have it just in case. I know what it is. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah, so. But all right, uh, we'll go ahead and get started. If you want to go through your first option. Okay, so I'm going to go with something kind of broad here with the first option. Um, I really want to include... <laughs> I found just the big list because I thought of it. I'm like, pretty much all of the old Disney movies, like animated movies, are fantasy. Um, even some of the newer ones, like Encanto was. Um, like Magic and all that stuff. Like, uh, But I really want to... Like, there's two I want to talk about for this one. It's it's mainly Hercules and then Monsters, Inc. Um, okay. Both, yeah. both I love. Hercules or Hercules has some great music. Monsters Inc is just great. It's, it's been too childhood. long since I've seen Hercules. It's me too. I just I listened to the music for it recently because somebody was playing at work and I was like, wow, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um, I thought I thought those were both both worth mentioning. Both great movies. Both classics at this point. I think. Um, and one's Pixar, one's Disney, and like original animation. So. Yeah. Disney, that's something they, they've always done well at was those, I think. I haven't seen a lot of their new stuff, but just to mention a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's I've seen a lot of their new stuff. They're still doing it well. Onward is one that comes to mind that I think is uh, a good example of that. It's um, entertaining and really encapsulates like that fantasy world and modernizing it modernizes it in a way that i think is really interesting um Mm. they've the ones you mentioned were more well hercules at least is a more traditional take on that but Mm -hmm. um the the monsters inc one was a bit different but they do subvert that genre a lot these days which i I really like and appreciate Mm -hmm. but those classics are classics for a reason so yeah (laughs) So, um, my list. my number three is um a not, no the first night um have you ever seen this movie? Don't think I have. It is an Arthurian uh, legend. It goes through uh, the story of Lancelot and how he became a knight. Mm. of um king arthur's table and then how he eventually um has an affair with arthur's wife and um you know gets into a little spat with king arthur and you know it's a twist on how the story goes because usually the affair thing doesn't happen in the traditional legends and and things like that but uh the Arthurian legends have always been really interesting to me. I read a lot about them when I was younger. 
Mm. Um, and this was one of the best made Arthurian legend like movies uh, that was around when I was younger. Um, mm. We had some older ones from like the 70s or 80s, but when you're a little kid, uh, some of those movies just don't look as good, especially when they have Merlin and magic and stuff. Like the effects aren't that great. When you're a kid, it's harder to appreciate that stuff. Like ever since I was like six or seven, you know, Jaws was my favorite movie and that's from the 70s, but it didn't rely on special effects as heavily as some of those movies. So I've appreciated them more as I got older, but this one... Uh, was entertaining i i think that um the performances in it were good i haven't seen it in a few years but this really enhanced my enjoyment of fantasy when i was younger um watching this movie after reading up on some of the stuff uh when i was you know in my late ones early tens um <laughs> um but yeah, I, I really appreciate this movie. I think that it um, is very good and really helped solidify my love for fantasy when I was younger. So mm. that's probably the one I have the least to say about, but um, I haven't one seen that I have a lot of appreciation years. for. Yeah, I haven't seen most of these things in a long time except for one that I watched yeah. last year. So, um, you want right. me to go ahead? So, what do you have for your? Yeah, what do you have for your number two? Um. I wanted to change it up. I went with The Mummy, the 1999 one. Oh, okay. Not, yeah. the, not the remake. At first, at first, I thought you meant um, not Tom the Tom Cruise, Cruise one. <laughs> no. I thought you meant that one, and I was really confused. No. But, uh, and I, I guess yeah, I could I, like rope in The Mummy 2 with this. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanted um, to go with this. I haven't seen it in years. I just remembered loving it and i went on the ride whenever i went to universal Mm -hmm. about a year and a half a year and a quarter ago year and i don't know something like that yeah over a year ago and i rode the ride and it was sick even though it was still like 20 it was like 20 years old they added it whenever the movie came out or something but it's still sick still awesome still spits flames at you love this movie (laughs) Mm -hmm. love the ride yeah no it's 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 a good movie brendan fraser um who's having a bit of a renaissance right now. He just won a uh, best actor for his performance in the whale. He is great in this movie. Um, it is, uh, sad that this kind of pushed him into taking an extended break from acting. Mm-hmm. Just the, there were some other like mental health things that, uh, were attributed to his extended stay out of acting as well. But just the intense toll that this took on his body, the stunts and all of the action and everything in it. Um, it's it's a shame that that pushed him out because I think he's an amazing actor. And, you know, those years where he wasn't acting, mm. it's uh, kind of a shame that he wasn't in more things during that time. But, yeah, no, this uh, this is iconic. It's a, it's a, you know, staple of my childhood. I... I really enjoyed this series. Um, mm. The second one had, you know, we can thank that for The Rock's rise to stardom. I know that you uh. really love The Rock. He's your favorite actor. Um, maybe this shouldn't have made your list because this did lead to us getting Black Adam. How do you feel about that? Tough. <laughs> okay. Fair the enough. Rock makes his own choices in life, man. I don't know. He chooses to say he chooses to play the same uh, character in every movie. <laughs> it's not on us. You know what? A little side note about The Rock. I want to see The Rock be in a really good movie. Like, The Rock has been in good movies. He's in the Fast and Furious franchise, of course. He's been in, you know, four good movies just because of that. <laughs> but <laughs> I, 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 I want to see him really play a great character in a great movie could he i feel like we haven't got that from him yet and i feel like he's capable i don't know i just it's like with these action stars over the years you know we 
we get um, emotional, real performances. Like we've gotten a couple from Stallone, from um, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his uh, time as the governor of California. I take, I take I take that as his. He was acting as his. His Good movie, yeah. <laughs> All politicians are actors, so yeah. yeah. Um, Bruce Willis, like they've all had at least one movie. I feel like that they were trying not to play that stereotypical action star that they usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it works for them. I want to see The Rock try to do that. I don't know if we'll ever get it, but that's what I really would like to see happen. I doubt it. <laughs> I really do. I just... Do you think that he could do it? I feel like we might feel differently about this. I don't think he has it in him to do it, because I think he wants to do it his way no matter what. I... <sighs> that's what I yeah. think. <laughs> Maybe that's what he thought he was doing with Black Adam. <laughs> Tough. You know, the hierarchy of the DC Universe is about to change, Hayden. Wasn't that supposed to be like six months ago? Did you hear about all the stuff about how The Rock like was very against having having Zachary Levi in a post credit scene or being in Shazam too? Yeah. That's that's wild to me. Exactly. Like that how... just goes to show my point. I think. <laughs> You're probably right. I feel like he could do it. I just feel like he doesn't want to do it. But just the fact that he is... He he claims to love the character of Black Adam so much and want to do this portrayal. But like in reality, if he did, he would understand that he is tied to the character Shazam. Mm. He started off as a Shazam enemy and then ended up like an anti-hero. But he just wanted to ignore that, and he wanted him to, instead of fighting Shazam, like, would make sense, he wanted him to fight Superman, mm-hmm. and then be the best hero in the DC universe. It's like, so strange. I All of that stuff leading up to, with The Rock trying to take over the DC universe, and then you have um, the Discovery acquisition... And then all the stuff with James Gunn now and Peter Safran. It just feels like it's been such a wild year for <laughs> for DC. It just doesn't feel real. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Anyway, Is that mine? That was get, mine. To, to get to your second one. <laughs> yeah, to get to get to my second one. Um, I'm actually going to go with another Arthurian legend. Um, okay. It is more recent. It was one of my uh, one of my favorite movies of 2021, um, and it's The Green Knight. I never saw it, and I meant to. Mm. I you really should give it a watch, just because it is shot so well, and it takes a tr- like when you picture an Arthurian legend, you picture a hero rising and overcoming uh his like you picture the hero's journey right Mm -hmm. with most fantasy things with most of these old arthurian legends the ones that get really popularized like the most popular depiction of king arthur is him pulling the sword from the stone becoming the king of camelot Mm -hmm. and leading his knights um this one uh very similar to the poem that it's based off of is not really about that it's more about someone facing consequences for their actions and it ends with kind of a a more harrowing and less heroic heroic end to things so i think I that's really bad, interesting i love a bad ending for the anti- or protagonist i do <laughs> love a bad ending i yeah damien chazelle's great at that i watched uh which he didn't have anything to do with the green knight but i did watch um la la land and whiplash while i was on a plane god la la land just like punches you in the gut at the end you're like dang yeah no that (laughs) didn't hold it i i needed to watch whiplash still but dang have you not seen whiplash no i've it's always been on like my list and then it was on hbo 
and I was like, it's not the, it's not the right time to watch it. And then it w- went and off, and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to wait till I can next time. Yeah, it was offered on the plan along with La La Land, so yeah. But I, I do love movies that end, like, not outright depressing, but, like, In a place subtly, of closure. Subtly know? depressing. It's like... Yeah. Where nobody outright gets what they want, but it's clear that things are going to move forward and you're kind of worried about the characters that you've grown to care about in the whole movie and how things are going to happen for them moving forward because it's not a happy ending. It's not necessarily sad. And this one kind of fits the bill for that. Mm. Um, so yeah, so... Great film writing. It, Love it them. is, and I mean, it, it's very similar to the source material that it's based off of. There's a few changes, but those don't really matter. It's shot so well. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting in it uh, is great by everyone. I can't think of a bad performance in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just it, it does so well at putting you in this fantasy world that you're familiar with and telling a much lesser known story that kind of subverts your expectations because usually it is a hero overcoming um, something that is an obvious evil in the world. And then this one is just someone who wants to be a hero making a mistake and then facing their consequences for it. So uh, that combined with just the great writing, the performances and the visuals in this just really put it up there as one of my favorite fantasy things mm-hmm. um fantasy movies so it's yeah. great I, I i would love to see more movies like this and i think garrett really liked that movie i think he saw it when it came out if i remember right he yeah probably i remember this t- about it i did i remember talking to him about it after i saw it yeah i need to see it i don't know if it's on anything, you do but it was on hbo recently um i just have maybe it's still on there I own it, so Heard. I can give you my voodoo login again, and you can check it out. <laughs> okay, give it to us right now. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm trying to do it for the <laughs> listeners, guys. I tried, I tried. No, I don't want. Homies. I kind of trust you with like my uh, an account that has my credit card attached to it. I don't trust oh, all of our listeners. Heard. I don't I didn't know, know your them. credit card was in there. My bad. <laughs> I mean, you can yeah. I I mean, you See? can buy movies with it. I guess. Uh, but um yeah so that's my number two i really enjoy that uh what is your number one i mean if i had uh, to choose a fantasy thing if i had to choose a number one like everybody knows i'd probably say game of thrones right and that includes like the house of the dragon side of everything like one big enemy like that's my favorite but you they've heard us talk about it enough they haven't heard us talk about this other property enough, and that's Shrek. <laughs> Some of that the greatest gonna... fantasy movies of all time. Like six that movies. That was going to be an honorable mention for me, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love this... you, daddy. <laughs> Do the roar. <laughs> <laughs> this, um... Yeah, there's... In the series, there's six movies overall, uh... I've seen five of them. Apparently, the three last of them are great. Uh, two of them are kind of bad, and I've heard the, the newest one, one uh, "Puss in Boots: The Last Wish," is great. I really need I've to heard, see that. Yeah, I just I've haven't gotten amazing. around to it yet. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I, I, as far as I know, I've only seen the first four. Oh, you haven't seen the original "Puss in Boots"? No. So. It's not good. I I haven't seen it in like ten years. Sure but well, if you didn't think it was good then you're not gonna think it's good now <laughs> i understand that i have heard that to watch the second one there are characters and stuff and events in that first one it's like you don't need to watch it to watch the second one but it enhances the experience so in my head i'm like I need to watch the first one again before I go see You're the like, second one. And if I watch that one, I gotta watch all the Shreks. <laughs> I actually watched all the Shreks recently, so I don't feel obligated to do that. <laughs> you just did um, it to do it? That was yeah, always I like mean, the, the bus movie for us, like when we'd go places here. 
It, it was well, always somebody would bring the Shrek movies, and I'm like, I really hate that we watch this every time, but like once a year is fine. <laughs> we did that with um, for some reason on the drumline bus when I was in the band in college, um, someone would always bring the Harry Potter movies, uh, and <laughs> we always watched uh, Goblet of Fire, and whenever it gets to the end, and uh, old man Diggory is like, that's my son. <laughs> my boy we would just all yell that along with the movie and then inevitably the entire trip we would just scream that during practice and during our free time it was just everywhere you'd go you'd be like my son my boy, my boy. <laughs> so that, that was our bus movie but yeah back to shrek it's um classic that first one especially like what it does with all the fairy tale creatures and kind of modernizing at the time that some of the fantasy story the third one by far the worst actually has king arthur in it and stuff like that so it's oh yeah or prince charming is it prince charming it's prince charming but prince arthur is in the third one oh i mean they look exactly this they have the same haircut oh the jamie lannister (laughs) haircut it's like yeah they look Almost exactly the same, um, which is probably a testament to that third one being the worst. It even has a movie where like Shrek regrets being a dad, so he wishes his family away in the fourth one. Yeah, I saw it's, that. It's um, but th- those first two are Goated. elite. Um, yeah, I when I was younger, every year, or I guess not every year, but every time they came out, the Shrek movies always kind of coincided with my birthday. Nice. So it'd come out like a few days before or so, or a few days after. So every year for my birthday, I I like to go see movies. So I would, even at a young age that started, so I would go and see um Shrek. a Shrek movie every time one of those was out. So Heck yeah. Love Shrek. That's a great pick. I Shrek was... is love. Shrek is love. <laughs> I need to not bring that back. That's how you say that in Latin. Jesus Christ. I forgot that was that old. Oh my goodness. What was that old? That meme. That's from high school. Oh yeah. Back when I was... Yeah, it was was in... I think our sophomore year. Because uh, I remember... We had to write in... uh, Coach Dobbs. Dobby, our English teacher back in the day. Shout Mm -hmm. out. Um, we had to write a parody ending of the Scarlet Letter, and mine involved Shrek coming and doing something, and then at the end of the story, it was him saying, it's all ogre now, like he does in the video, and then they all like ascended into heaven or something, so the meme is at least that old. And then it stuck around until the next year when I was taking Latin and I, <laughs> and I uh, figured out how to say that in Latin. So it's all ogre now. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, the musical came out. I've heard that they're rebooting Shrek soon. Um, how do you feel about that? I probably won't watch them. <clears throat> Truth be told. Yeah, well, I mean, it just depends. Are they going to get the I same people? It... Are they going to get Eddie Murphy, uh, Michael Myers, and Antonio Banderas? Well, Antonio Banderas is still here. Cause Puss in Boots yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that they are. I don't think well, it's going to be Michael like Myers was f- retired, kind of, because like, he had to raise his I, kids, I think. I don't think it's going to be a full reboot. I or think it's going to be kind of a, I guess, more of a legacy sequel, maybe, is what it sounds like. Well, if it's anything um, like Puss in Boots has been received, I'm sure it'll be good then. And I might have to yeah. watch it. I've heard that Shrek and Donkey are briefly in the new Puss in Boots movie as well. So, Oh, heard. I, I, I don't I'd know if that has any... i be interested to see what they look like in that. With the new yeah. animation style. Uh, I've heard that it's most of the movie looks like those Shrek movies do. I think that... During combat, this the art style gets more stylistic, but mm. I've heard that usually the animation style is just a more modern version of what they used for Shrek and the original Puss in Boots. So I don't think it's changed that much. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but no, that's a good pick. I 
I had it in my honorable mentions. I, I had to give didn't... it its flowers. Because <laughs> Game of Thrones got all my flowers already. Like, they're, n- they're never not going to get my flowers. Yeah, you did watch that show twice in the span of, like, a month, so. Yeah, I loved it. And then House of the That's Dragon. nuts. Love it. Yeah, we'll I talk about that for years to come, I'm sure. straight into my veins. <laughs> um, for me, uh, my top pick probably shouldn't come as a surprise. Um, is the Lord of the Rings series. I, while some of my earliest memories of like watching fantasy movies are the first night for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, this is the first movie series that I like truly fell in love with, I think, mm-hmm. other than maybe Star Wars. Um, these movies controlled my life for a while, I was obsessed. I watched the movies, read the books. Whenever the Hobbit movies came out, I even though those movies have a lot of issues and they aren't as good as the originals in, a, in most ways, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I still loved them and watched them and still watched them on my like yearly rewatch of the movies. So that and the show, even though the show hasn't been that well received in hindsight... Yeah, um, I, I didn't realize it until I was talking to some people at work about it. I was like, huh. Yeah, that's I mean, kind I'm of not as into it as the majority of people. Garrett liked it, so I was like, cool. He's a big yeah. Lord of the Rings guy. I think that that might be some of the disconnect is that like, people that are really into it loved the show, but more casual fans weren't. And that might have been the disconnect between me and like some of the reviews i've been seeing in hindsight but Mm. yeah this is um those first three uh looked amazing um they still hold up to this day the only thing that is dated a little bit is uh gollum but even that still looks better than a lot of what we see in movies today Mm -hmm. um the acting is amazing the cast they get together uh, everyone is, you know, doing great in the movies. Great performances, really encapsulating the characters. Um, yeah, I. This is the fantasy series. I think it's crazy that there was a time after this came out when people thought that fantasy was really going to rule the world and then it just kind of didn't Mm -hmm. i think that that's still crazy to me it 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 feels like um you know if later in this decade superhero movies started to rule the world but it feels like fantasy movies should have but immediately after this a lot of the fantasy movies that came out were real stinkers they were real stinkers and that's when James Cameron started developing a whole bunch of like movie shooting techniques with like Titanic. He did all that stuff going down, like in a submarine to go look at it and stuff. Like he 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 made advancements in in, in movies. So you would think it like would have helped the like the fantasy movies as well, but I don't know. Yeah, in, it felt like they got this really great movie adaptation of one of the most beloved fantasy novel series of all time. Mm -hmm. And then there were some good fantasy series that got real bad movie adaptations. I'm looking at Aragon. I'm looking at Percy Jackson, um, Percy Jackson, things like that. That is just, which both of those are getting TV shows now. Speaking of Um, Percy Jackson was on my honorable mentions as the book series. And I look forward really? to the, uh, the, the TV series stuff. I'm in the middle of rereading those books right now, and they hold up. They're they're good. as good as I remember them. It's been a while since I've read them, probably since high school. So, I haven't read them since the first time, which is like you know elementary school and mm-hmm. like middle favorite. school, I guess. You know, yeah. whenever I dropped off, I don't remember what book they were on i think it was like the house of hades or whatever i That's stopped the... on like the third book of the roman one which I so think i is the same i think that's the same point i read the first three and I... the fourth one just came out and i never got into it and then there was one more after that so yeah. i do plan on finishing and reading those but 
Yeah, the movie adaptation for that was pretty bad. I've heard the second one is better, but I've never seen it. I don't think I have either. Yeah, I they they made a long time ago. They made the Sea of Monsters, which I was Die. shocked that they made it. Yeah. Um, and I I still just forget that it exists, but I am just... curious to maybe go back and watch it just because I have heard that it's better than the first one, but I am excited that they're giving it a full series. Uh, I think it deserves that. I think so too. But yeah, no, Lord of the Rings is definitely the pinnacle, I think. Objectively speaking, probably the best fantasy uh like cinematic universe out there or just trilogy, you know, fantasy movie on its own. A lot of the lists you see the top result is one of the Lord of the Rings movies. Usually the first one, even though that one's not my favorite. I do prefer the second one. Um, but they're all very, very close in quality. Um, mm. And yeah, I I think that that is probably the pinnacle, in my mm. opinion. That's fair. I mean, we've had the discussion on here before. Like, I, I prefer the dark fantasy style of Game of Thrones, which is not movies. It's a TV show, so it's very different. Yeah. You have a lot more time to just expand and build this universe than you do in, what is it, nine hours of content for the extended versions, if not like 12? Uh, the ex- the ex- that, that Nine hours for the theatrical version, uh, it's like, yeah, closer to 12 for the extended versions. Yeah, so I mean like tw- you get 12 hours as opposed to eight seasons, 73 yeah. episodes, which is, yeah, I, no. which is the, the exact number <clears throat> because I remember it for being so weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Game of Thrones might have made my list if I knew if I didn't know that you were yeah. going to bring it up. I thought it's, that it was going to be your number one. Which I mean, it it, it um, is like I yeah, want to preface yeah. it is, but I I don't want to just beat the same horse because I've talked about it a lot. Yeah, it <laughs> probably really would have. If I didn't think you were going to bring it up, it probably would have slid into my number two spot. That's fine. And bumped the Green Knight down to three, but. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? I know you've mentioned a couple, but uh, just before I've, we wrap it up, a lot of the other ones would also include just like Cinderella or like Sleeping Beauty. You know, like like classics still. Like I'm just mean, I classic. Yeah, the Disney I princess movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like the Little Mermaid, which is getting a new one, like a live action. Yeah. So I mean, all of those are classics for a reason, and they they are very much those are very much fantasy. So yeah. Um, Peter for Pan. me, I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Uh, for me, I'm actually gonna kind of credit um, two video game series that I think <clears throat> are very good uh, representations of fantasy, and I spent a lot of times over my past, uh, you know, twenty plus years of being alive playing both of these series. One of them is I feel like more of a Bit of a controversial take. It's the Warcraft series. So Warcraft 1, 2, and 3 along with World of Warcraft. I understand MMOs are a lot to get into. And they're a big time commitment, a big money commitment, etc. When I was younger, I was willing to use my you know um, yard mowing money to pay the subscription every year. And I was willing to put in the time... Those original three, just the lore surrounding it is so expansive and so interesting. And it was nice to see the world evolve around you as you played the game in real time as new updates would come out. It's still probably, in my opinion, the best MMO that has been made. Um, The most consistent over the years. I know it's probably dropped off recently. I haven't played it probably in six or seven years. Um, And I haven't played it consistently probably in close to ten Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the story around that is great. And then additionally, the Elder Scrolls video game series, I think is another one where just the lore surrounding it, the years of history and everything, um, that go through the games, um, I think is great fantasy storytelling. I think that, um, the gameplay is also, uh, great and it evolves over time. 
The most recent one we got was over 10 years ago, and it's still my favorite game, uh, is Skyrim. Uh, they're coming out with a new one soon. I hope that it uh, it fits the the high expectations I'll have for it, but I think that that is another honorable mention that I didn't include video games in this, but if I wanted to, I probably could have squeaked yeah. Elder Scrolls in there. I mean, I threw, um, I threw a book in there, so. That's fair. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. But, but uh, I think that's all we've got for this week. So I hope yeah. you enjoyed this episode um, of us talking about our favorite uh, fantasy um, movies and TV shows and video games and books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Um, yeah, so we'll be back uh, to talk about the new Dungeons & Dragons movie next week. Uh, we hope that um, you guys will stick around and listen to that. Also... Uh, here at Miscreant Records, we do have a bit of an announcement to make. Um, we're adding uh, another new show to the to the network. So we will have. Uh, we promise this one will have more than two episodes. That last one was a fluke. Uh, <laughs> um, this one uh, will have at least five episodes. We can promise you that. Um, it'll be coming out this summer, and we'll give you more details on that when we have some special guests on next week to talk about it, but we're really excited. Uh, we're starting some pre-production on that. Now we've started working on it. It is a bit of, um, more of a logistical undertaking than what we currently do right now. We're able to just come together every week, uh, the two of us and have a conversation and edit it and upload it. The other one, um, the production side is a bit more complicated. So we're already working on that. But uh, we won't be releasing it until the summer. But we are looking forward to bringing that content to you guys. And we hope that you enjoy it. And for more details on specifically what that is going to be, uh, tune in next week to our Dungeons & Dragons episode. So um, we'll have some some guests on then that are going to be involved in the new show. And we'll give you more details. So uh, we look forward to seeing you back next week. Hayden, is there anything you have to say about our, our uh, new project? What do you call... A dog that can do magic. An abracadabrador. I, I was a, okay. Okay. That's all I'm um, giving away. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I'm really excited to talk about that next week. But for now, um, as we say at the end of every episode, you can leave a like, rating, review uh, on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on. Additionally, if you uh, have a friend who is really into fantasy and you think they'd like this episode, or if you have a friend who's into anything that we talk about and you think they'd like to hear it, uh, send this episode their way or whatever episode you think they'd be into. But for now, uh, that's all we have. So we'll see you back here next week. This podcast is presented by Miscreant Records. You can find us on Twitter at Miscreant Pods, and you can also email us at miscreantrecordspod at gmail.com.